can never just like sit down and then fucking start recording. There's always a game. It's always it always has to be a mini game. But on today's show, I'm sitting down and I'm fucking starting and that's it. There's no there's no like three tries and you're fucking you know there's no editing, there's no nothing. Usually I don't edit, I just like cut the first maybe three tries of an ad out, but this ad I already know what it is because they emailed me. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Jimmy's Ju- Jerk Chicken Gingerbread House Kit that they're selling at Target. Uh, d- okay, so j- let me, okay, I know. You're thinking, Ange, what the fuck are you saying? And I know it seems weird, but Jimmy Fallon is actually a buddy of mine, and he and he is, the J- yeah, the Jimmy Fallon's on TV all the time. He's a buddy of mine, and he is doing a he's doing a gingerbread house that's like it's supposed to look like his house so he messaged me and he was like hey what's a good flavor to do for the gingerbread and i just said jerk chicken as like almost a joke and little little do you know two days later you see on his you probably all saw it on his tv show the other night he announced it he's doing the gingerbread house he's gonna have his friends there his family there he's gonna have people there um, and then they're going to be selling them at Target. So why do I look like I'm high today? Do you guys notice anything with my eyes for all the viewers out there? Why do I look like there's little bags under my eyes? Like I've been fucking smoking some green. Also, look at this creepy fuck behind me. Here's the reason why there's a picture of this weirdo behind me, which I'm actually going to change because I don't, I'm getting creeped out by him. Um, Today's episode is all about stalkers and fucking weird kids and that one weird guy in your life that you experience. It always happens to be guys, by the way. Um, I got 20 stories and I took the top five and I really just took the top five based on like longest or little keywords that I found or if anybody added in some fun little gifts for the listeners. Um, what I mean by that is there is one of these stories that has a not only screenshots of like messages that this guy would send this girl, but there's also a song that he made for her. And I'm going to play that at the end. That's probably going to, I'm going to save that for like one of the last stories, like either the fourth or fifth, obviously. So then you have to listen to the three before you get to that one. And we could have kind of a climax and we could all come together through our ears, right? Um, yeah, so today's episode is all about just that fucking weirdo that would text you nonstop, the guy that would never get the fucking hint that you weren't interested, the guy that would find you on Instagram, Snapchat, fucking Facebook, uh, text you, find out your mom's phone number, find out what your dad does for a living. He would just text you like information about you that he shouldn't know. Um, you know, the, hey, 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 what's up? How are you? What are you doing? I think you are very pretty today. Like that type of guy. Okay. Fucking weirdos. Um, I got five stories that I think are good. I I didn't read them all because I like to give a genuine response. I just know that some of these are long. I saw some keywords. Uh, there's one of them that the guy like shows up at the girl's house. I mean, that's what we're looking for. You know, we want those stories. I don't want a story that's like, this guy texted me three times. I don't even know who he is. So weird. Like, yeah, it's weird, but there's a lot fucking worse. Um, I don't know what to do for the picture for this episode. So I'm going to get a picture of, maybe I shouldn't put Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy or Jamie. Creepy, creepy guy, weird guy, weirdo, creepy guy, weirdo. That's what I'm going to type in on Google. Oh my fucking Lord. Um, okay. I guess we're going to put this picture. This guy doesn't look like he's a creep. He's just a redhead. So maybe Google's a little bit against, against the fucking fireballs. So if you're a redhead and you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean to... I, I didn't choose this picture. I mean, I chose it, but I didn't choose the fact that the guy had read it. He is looking at her weird, though. All right, anyways, this episode is more for listeners. Um, clearly, the visuals in this show at this episode 
I don't know. There's not much, you know. I'm going to be reading stories, so I'm going to be looking down at my laptop a lot. So if you're listening to this, that's perfect. Turn on your car, fucking, I don't know, take a shower, beat off while you listen. I don't know what you guys are into. Just audio is all you need. Video is here. I got a cool shirt on. Uh, My hair kind of looks like shit. You know, it doesn't matter. Story number one. Let's get right into it. You know, shut the fuck up and shut the fuck. I know. I'm sorry. Story number one. I was on a dinner date. It was going really well. This actually, this first one is about a female. Okay. I wanted to get at least one female out of the 20 stories that I had. There was two and one of them wasn't even that bad. So we're going to put the, like the bad one in and then the rest of them are all guys because men happen to be a lot shittier than women most of the time. Uh, and then guys are going to be like, yo, bro, what the fuck did you say? Why are you throwing us under the bus, dude? Hey man. It's just, what girl do you see? Well, no, you know what? I'm not even going to get into that. Okay. That's up to you guys. I'm not fucking getting into that. I'm getting into the stories and that's all. I was on a dinner date. It was going really well. She was a teacher, very sweet, funny, et cetera. We started vibing. I invited her to my place after. And basically she says, okay, I was raped a while back. So I don't like physical contact or hooking up on the first date. I was like, okay, no problem. We'll just watch a movie and hang out, and she agrees. You know, that's kind of cool. Hey, I know we just met. I've been raped. And you know what? I've been in this fucking si- Okay, I haven't been raped, but I've been in this situation that this guy is in where a girl tells me that on the first date. And you know what? It's like, it's definitely a little startle- startling, right? You're kind of like, okay, all right. Okay, you're fucking open as shit, huh? But it's cool because it's like, you're just, she's just being like genuine. Like, it's not that I'm not into you. It's not that I'm like fucking have something. I, I was raped and it's genuinely fucked up for me to like hook up with a guy in the first date. That's real. You know, that's fucking real. So by all means, we don't even have to sit next to each other and fucking touch. Let's just chill. Let's have a good night and let's relax. Right. That's the same mindset this guy had. I'm sure. Um, We get home and literally as I'm picking out something to watch on Netflix, I turn to her and she's completely naked and covered in scars all over her body, very clearly from self-harming. Okay, well, that's fucking interesting. Um, I actually asked this person about the story before. He explained it like they were like hanging out, they were watching a movie. He like turned over and was like flipping the channel and like looking for something on Netflix. And literally when he turned back around like to roll over to the other side of the bed, she had taken her clothes off. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then she had scars all over over her body. And he said that it's from self-harm. So I'm guessing like slits on her wrist. She got a little bit of this going on, which I don't have from cutting myself. It just happens to be a mark on my wrist. Um, the podcast gets fucking hard, man. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm not making fun of people like that. Um, <laughs> so self-harming, don't do. It's obviously bad. All right? We're not a fan of self-harming in this podcast. Uh, if you you know if you want to hurt someone, don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt another person. Buy a fucking pillow tape a picture of your fucking worst enemy on there on the top of the pillow and just start and just start stabbing it with a knife. You know, is that a little fucked up to promote? Probably. But hey, I'd rather you stab a pillow than stab your arm. Anyways, back to the story. I'm obviously thrown off because she said she didn't want to mess around and now it's clear that she's got some dark habits. Uh, yeah, or intentions. I'm stunned and kind of don't know how to react other than to be cool and ignore the scars. She starts aggressively trying to have sex with me, acting completely different than she has all night. She pinches my nipples really hard. I tell her to seriously... Dude, okay. Hey, if you're a girl out there and you pinch someone's nipples, you're a fucking asshole. I hate that so much. Like, even if it's a joke and they're like, haha, you fucking dork and they fucking twist your nipple that hurts so bad like I don't even want to like okay I'm going home and I'm gonna cry like I almost want to cry right now thinking about how bad it hurts it's not funny or fun for me and it's not fun for the men out there that are listening to this we've all been there your fucking wife's like you're fucking stupid and then twist your nipple and then you're like okay Thanks. So much fun. Thanks. And then you go home and cry. 
fuck that, okay? Fuck all the women that are into pinching nips. Not into that. Um, and slapping in the ass. Like, I, like girls, that never, that never really happened to me. But I've definitely had a time where, like, someone was, like, goofing around and, like, I slapped their ass and then they did it to me. Then it's like, okay, that hurts so bad. I, then now I'm sad about it. I don't like that. I'm not into. I'm not into girls that hit guys. Not into that. I don't hit you. You don't hit me. Let's fucking keep it that way. All right. You want to yell? Sure. I'll let you take the fucking yelling round. You want to get physical? Fucking out the door, baby. Get out. Back to the story. Um, I tell her to seriously stop because shockingly that doesn't feel good. Yeah, I agree with you. I tell her to let's slow it down and maybe work up to it, but she keeps pinching me and scratching me really hard to the point where I feel like she's going to draw blood. This guy is just getting fucking, this guy's getting beat up by this fucking chick. You know, it's not cool. Um, she keeps pinching me and scratching me to the point where I think she's going to draw blood. So out of literal fear, I tell her that I don't want to have sex tonight to get her to back off. This doesn't work. She keeps being aggressive. Only now she's like insulting herself and mocking me at the same time. How I'm too good for her, etc., etc. Oh, God. She's like, what is it? Because I'm ugly? Because I'm a piece of shit? Because you're so cool. Good for you. You're so good. You're way too hot for me. If I was in that position, I'd be like, hey, shut the fuck up and get out of my house, please. I'll buy you fucking, I'll give you 10 bucks. I'd offer her money. I will give you $20 to get out of my face right now. You know, something like that. Hey, what's your favorite thing in this room? You like that shirt? Great. Take it. Get out of my fucking house. Like that way you get a little reward. It's kind of a prize. And then she could get excited for the prize and then get out. You know, or literally take a hundred bucks and throw it out the door. And be like, let's play a game where you run outside and get the money for me. And she'd be like, what the fuck? She probably wouldn't do that. But, you know, you try to get her out of the house is the point. Um, she keeps being aggressive, insulting herself about how she must not look, look good enough to have sex with me, how I'm too good for her. So the constant pinching and scratching and insulting, I tell her it's time to get dressed and split. I lead her out the door, but not before she licks my entire mouth as a goodbye. Okay. Uh, I tell her... Oh, what the fuck? She texts me for the next few days and I respond zero times, eventually telling me I'm an asshole for ghosting her and she thought I'd be different. To this day, I'm still scared that she'll remember my address and come back or some shit. Yeah. Um, fuck this female. You know, females are great. This one? Nope. Not great. This woman sucks. And I could just picture her like being like, fucking bye, eh, and then just licking your whole face as like a fuck you. Oh my God, I hate that. I've only had to really, well, see, my strategy was always like, I would text someone and be like, hey, call me with an emergency. Get me out of here, you know? Hey, text me that fucking our brother died. And then I'd be like, oh my God, what the fuck? I gotta go, babe, my brother's dead. Something so grim that she's not going to argue it. She's not going to be like, so what? Enjoy the night. You know, she's not going to say that. So if it's fucked up and it's fucked up to say that. But if you're like, oh, my dad's got a fucking, you know, like, well, even though I have used that, actually, I've used like, oh, I got to go pick up my dad. And luckily the girl didn't counter. But as it went on, I realized like they could just be like, oh, I, my dad owns the taxi company. Well, just get him. It's fine. You know, if, she, if they really know, if they really want to stay, they'll find a way to, like, get around that shit. So if it's just grim, hey, my fucking mom just got shot. What the fuck? Okay. Um, I guess I'll go then. Yeah. Yep. You should go. Because it's a big deal. You know, something. Um, all right. That story, I'm going to give it fucking three stars out of five. Three and a half stars out of five. I don't really know if I'm rating these. No, that's like a four star out of five. I've only sent a girl home one time intentionally. Like, I wasn't dodging her. I didn't make up an excuse. And it completely sucked. So I feel for you, bro. That sucks. And uh, that's why we... That's why it's a gamble. That's why dating is a gamble. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I also had an experience in my life where a girl was like... I don't hook up. I don't do this. I don't do that. I just want to cuddle and watch a movie. Then she like gets on top of me, starts making out with me, grabs my dick, 
And then I was like, okay, let's fucking, you want to go? Like, all right, is this what you're into? And she was like, yeah, like, let's do it. I'm, you're hot as fuck. Like, let's go. And I was like, all right. And then, like, I started to, like, grab her pants. And she was like, whoa. And I was like, what? And she was like, well, not for me. It's only for you. I told you I don't do stuff. And I was like, yeah, you fucking told me that you don't do anything. And now you're trying to fuck with me. And I was like, all right, I won't do shit then. Don't touch me either. And then she was like, all right. I was like, all right, great. We're back to where we fucking were before, except now I'm pissed off instead of being cool about it because you're a fucking tease. You know, it's like, what do you want? I think they just, like, some people just want to, like, they want to have the power in it. And, and, and it's not, that's not a good way to do it. By saying, I don't want to hook up or anything, if the guy's cool with it, then don't hook up, you know? Don't say, I don't want to hook up just because you're trying to, like, block horny feelings out of your body and then they come to senses, and then you want to fuck, and then the guy's thrown for a loop. Like, it's just so unfair to both people and fucked up. Story number two. When I was a freshman in high school, there, were, there was this older guy who was hanging out with my, with my you, oh, my younger brother at our school's homecoming. This guy's name was Brandon, and he was probably like 17 at the time. He started texting me every day and asking to chill with him and shit. My, and shit, like he, he wanted to shit with you. Um, my brother was only like 10 at the time. So when that didn't work, he started hanging out with my little brother and making him call me and ask him to go with, out with him slash send me pictures, etc. So I blocked him and told my brother to not, not let him talk to me. This is all leaving aside that this guy is a World War II Nazi fanatic and collects pins and speaks German and has swastikas on everything. It's kind of fucked up, right? It's kind of a weird thing to be into. Um, so then when I blocked him, he just made a bunch of new accounts until I had to talk to the parents and get them to tell him to stop. He still hangs out around with my brother now and will just beeline to me and hang around with me and touch my hair. Super creepy. Okay, here. Look, man, this is how I solve this. Get your brother in a bedroom, right? Or, I mean, any room. Get him alone and say, look, man. This friend of yours is fucked up and I'm not dealing with it anymore. He grabs me. He fucking talks to me weird. He wants nudes. I don't like him. If you keep hanging out with him, I am going to make a pillow of you and stab it in front of your face as a threat. Tell, tell your brother to stop hanging out with this kid. Like, what is that not obvious? Fuck this guy. Like, you know, if he's a, he wants to kill German people. He has swastikas on everything, you know, is that like, is that not a sign? And why is your brother hanging out with him? Like there's fucking shit here. What's your, I would be like, Hey, why are you into him? He comes over in a fucking gown with a swastika on the back. Like get this fucking guy out of here. That's, that's it. I mean, there's not, I don't have anything that relates to that. That's just fucked. I'm sorry you, you had to go through that, but you got to cut this guy out of there, your fucking life and your brothers. Are you German? You know, I don't, I actually don't know. Um, and is that bad if you are? Like, is it something that he's trying to do? Like, you're German, so fuck you. Or like, I don't know, maybe. Anyways, um, wait, I, I don't understand. Hold on. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you guys. Nazi Germany. They didn't kill Germans. Like, I don't think I'm... Why am I saying that? I don't... I'm not going to learn about Nazis today. But, what, like, am I slow? Because now I'm making this connection that, like, the Germans were the one killing the Jews. I don't know what... I don't know what happened in World War fucking... I don't know what happened. What happened in World War Two? This is a quick pause where Angelo learned something that everybody in the fucking... Okay. Okay, wait. Who did... Who did Nazis kill? They killed Jews. So they, okay. So it doesn't matter if you're German. If you were Jewish, which you're not Jewish, then I would say like, if you were Jewish, like, yeah, then you should worry because he's trying to threaten you. I don't know. I don't, I give up. I don't know anything about what I'm saying. Um, everyone's going to be like, dude, you fucking idiot, man. What the fuck? Like, yeah, I, sorry I slept that day in history class. And I don't, like, 
you know, school me, guys. Give me a fucking DM me. Hey, man, here's what happened in World War II. Give me the rundown. Help your, help a brother out. All right. Um, anyways, moving on. Next story. Um, okay, this is really stupid of me because I gave him my address, but I went on a Tinder date. He ended up picking me up from my house, and it was so bad because it was kind of awkward, and he just didn't know how to hold the combo. Um, after that, I ghosted him, but he was still asking to hang out almost every day. One night, I looked on my Snap Maps, like your Snapchat map thing, when you could like zoom out and see everyone. I looked at my Snap Maps, and I literally saw him on my street. And I looked out my window, and he was just waiting in his car on my street. He ended up leaving, but now I'm terrified he's going to stalk me. That's fucked up. It's definitely, like, imagine just, like, zooming out, and then there's fucking, oh, there he is, the guy that I fucking am scared of that's stalking the shit out of me two houses down in his car. Pretty fucked up. I think at that point, if I was a, if I was a girl, I would have called, I mean, even if a girl did that to me, like, I'm a guy. I would call the police and be like, hey, this fucking nut job is just like waiting outside of my house. Can you get her out, please? Give me, help me out. I don't know much about Germany and Nazis and all that, but I know that this is fucking weird. So get her out of my house. You know, something like that. Um, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's the, that's when a guy's going to start to stalk you. It sucks because like you... There's people, like, guys just, they're just fucked. Like, there's some guys that are just fucked up. I've done some, like, borderline stalker shit. Well, no. No, I haven't. You know what I've done? Here's what I've done. This is the most stalker thing I've ever done. My girlfriend at the time, my current girlfriend, we were 100% consensual together. We had had sex. She had been in my house thousands of times. I had been in her house thousands of times. Um, I had heard that she was cheating on me. Or doing very sketchy shit with her ex-boyfriend. So I didn't know how to fucking handle that, you know? And then someone calls me and they were like, hey, they're with each other right now at her house. And I was like, okay, like, did you see that? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, can you take a picture? They're like, no, but like we can go together. And I was like, okay, why? All right, fine. So then she fucking picked me up. We went to the house and saw my girlfriend with my with her ex. Okay, there's a ghost in my room. Um, saw my girlfriend with her ex in the driveway, and we just drove by. And because you have to see it with your own eyes sometimes to like believe it. People could be like, "Dude, she's cheating on you, man. She just fucked this guy." And you'll either know if it's true. Or you'll know that you have to fucking get more information. And in that moment, yeah, I was like, all right, I'm going to her house. I got to see it. Do I think that that's stalkery? No, but it could be seen as like, hey, you don't have to go to her house. But I feel like there's reasons there that make it okay. And I didn't even, like, we literally drove past her house. And on the way there, I was like, okay, this fucking sucks. I hate this relationship. Oh, my God. And then I left. You know, it was all very smooth and simple. I didn't like fucking knock on her door. Yo, what the fuck, babe? Where's the, where's he at? Where's he at? I didn't get like that. I was just like, all right, this sucks. And I stayed in the relationship for like another handful of time. Um, yeah, but the other thing is like, I know what it's like seeing a girl online, being attracted to her, wanting to get her attention Guys or girls, it, it, like whatever you're into, whatever, whoever you are and whatever you're into, um, it's if you want someone's attention and you have them on Instagram and you DM them, hey, I think you're really attractive and uh, we should fucking get to know each other. Something as simple as that is very honest. You think you're, you think that they're attractive and you want to get to know them, uh, or even give put it all on them. I think you are extremely attractive and I really want to get to know you. They can't knock that, right? They can leave you on read though. And if they leave you on read or they answer or they like view it and don't answer, you kind of get the hint, right? So now if you go and add her on Snapchat and Facebook and fucking Tinder and you know LinkedIn 
and Facebook, if you start doing all that and then messaging her everywhere else, now you're suffocating the fuck out of the person that is in the other position and you look like a big creepy fuck and they could probably go and get a restraining order just based on that. Hey, he found me on five different websites. I didn't answer him. You know, the other part of it is uh, at the same time, even though it's fucking creepy shit to do that, sometimes people... People just don't get the, like, they don't get it and they need an answer, which is sad because like, I'm a guy that like, Hey, I'll message a girl and be like, well, I, when I was single, not anymore, Nadine, don't worry, don't take deep breath. Don't fucking freak out. When I was single, I would message a girl and I would be like, Hey, I think you're really attractive. Like what the fuck's up? You know, I saw your Instagram, you're hot and I want to get to know you. We live kind of near each other. You go to this school. I go to this school. You know, something around that. I would take a sentence out of what I just said and I would shoot her that in her fucking DMs. And most of the time I would get an answer back that was like chill or cool or like nice, you know, because I'm being honest, they're being honest. I had had, I have had a girl message me and be like, hey, I have a boyfriend. Sorry about that, but you have a cool Instagram page. And it's like, it's, that's it. Okay, move on. And if they don't answer, I understand that they're probably not interested. And I'm also not the type of guy to like beg for a girl. Like I DM'd you, you don't answer. That's cool. You know, you're not into me. I'll fucking try somewhere else. Don't, don't be fucking weird. And on the, on the girl's perspective or the guy, whoever's getting creeped on, if you get messages from five different fucking social media platforms and you aren't answering any of them, but you're still getting creeped out, it's like, you have to also know there's a point where you just got to rip the band-aid, message him and be like, dude, you're creepy as fuck. I'm not into you. You're ugly as fuck. Like your face looks like shit. I'm not into skinny dweebs. Like really just be a fucking cunt. And I know that that sounds mean, but like that'll turn the guy off, you know, because if you don't answer him at all, some guys will just think like, maybe there's a shot, you know, she didn't answer tonight, last night, the night before that, or the night before that but tomorrow she might. And that's fucked. And like guys are like that. So some, not all. Um, so yeah, sometimes you gotta just be like, Hey, I'm into fucking, I'm into Mexican guys, not white guys. Sorry. Or like, you know what I mean? Just say something that like doesn't cater him to him at all that he can't change. Hey, uh, you have really f fucking, I don't like dark colored eyes. I don't like light eyes. I don't like dark hair. I don't like skinny fucking dweebs. You could say anything you want. Uh, as long as it's like a little bit mean, a little bit of a jab, or straight up put it in his face. Dude, you fucking messaged me three times. I didn't answer. Do you not get the hint? Fuck off, pal. Say something. Because then he's not going to be like, all right, well, do you still want to like hang out? And if he does, then he's an idiot. And then you block him. Just be straight up a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. Now, these last two stories are long, so pay attention here. Uh, I haven't read these, but the last one has the song that a guy made, has some screenshots, and it's pretty fucked up. Um, this first one, though, I know it's long, and I'm guessing it's fucked. So hang on tight, you guys. Look at this. Look at the couple back here, the picture that I put up. What a fucking... What am I doing? All right. About 10 years ago, I flew to, I flew direct from the U.S. to Greece, separate from my family because of my work schedule. So of course, naturally, that leaves me very vulnerable to, to strangers talking to me. On the way back from Athens to the States, I was on a direct flight to Atlanta. Okay. I don't know where you are right now. Um, <laughs> and got seated next to this guy. We'll call him Steve. Steve began to chat me up about what he does for a living, where he's from, what he was doing on the trip in Europe, etc. I decided this guy was harmless enough, so when we landed in Atlanta, Georgia, we became friends on Facebook, and that's when she knew that she fucked up. Um, I'm guessing. At this point in my life, I had lived in a one-bedroom apartment in my hometown and didn't really think anything would ever come from this guy, especially because he was all the way from Kansas City, Missouri. About six to eight months in, we had... Been talking a few times, but nothing crazy. Just, hi, how are you type of messages. Okay, not bad. You know, you met someone on the plane and, hey, fucking, here's my Instagram. We should fucking hang out sometime. Yeah, we probably never will, though, because you're from Missouri and I'm fucking not. I'm not. 
but you like you kind of do the whole like friend exchange on Facebook just to like make it seem nice for the moment. I get it. Okay, I'm in. He started to tell me about how he was going to be traveling to Chicago for business, which I thought was kind of weird considering he didn't really have that kind of role in his job. He came to town. Yeah, he's like a fucking... I flip burgers at uh, McDonald's, but they're actually sending us to Chicago. So like, let's fucking meet up. Yeah, what are you? What are they sending you for, buddy? You know, I get it. Um, now, mind you, I don't know this guy... I know very surface level information about him, but I also at the same time was getting a little creeped out because he was trying to force himself to stay at my house when this was supposed to be a business trip. So wouldn't the business just pay for everything, including the accommodations or hotel? He came to town. We spent maybe a couple hours together at Woodfield Mall together. Why did I say together twice? Um, that's where I think I'm dyslexic or some shit, man. Like I don't, I'm bad at reading. Um... Okay, they spent a couple hours at Woodfield Mall because I wanted to be witnesses in case something went wrong. Especially considering I wasn't really believing that he was here for business. It was 100% clear to me that he was here to see me. Okay, look, like I'm not bashing on you at all here, but I mean, you're fucking, you know you're playing with fire here. You already planned out that like you know this guy's creepy, you know it's kind of weird, you're going to a mall so it's a public place in case anything goes wrong. The second you have to do that, shit's already like kind of fucked. So I already am, I already know it's going to go downhill, but you knew it was going to go downhill. You know what I mean? Like, which is fine and people take risks and that's great and I'm happy you did, but I don't know if I'm going to be saying I'm happy you did in about three minutes. After that trip, he started to look at my profile on LinkedIn all the time. He would message me every day and every social media and on every social media account if I wasn't answering his text messages. So I had to call my carrier and block his number on my phone so that I couldn't get a hold so he couldn't get a hold of me. His messages were coming nonstop and any way that they could get a hold of me. He would tell me how beautiful I was, how he wanted to marry me, how he wanted to raise a family with me in Chicago. And let's remember, he knows nothing but surface level information about me. So I called AT&T and had his number blocked from LinkedIn, Facebook, really everything in my life. Every single month on the same day of every month, I had a gift show up to my apartment. Okay. And fucked. Uh, this freaks me out because all the gifts were from him and lasted lasted about six months. And it didn't freak me out because... I didn't think he knew where I lived. Well, somehow it turns that he did. Uh, and part of what he... Well, yeah, maybe... I mean, you could find where people live online really fucking easily, unfortunately. Um, still fucked up that he found you, though. And part of what he was continuing to send me besides the gifts were love notes depicting a very similar storyline to Romeo and Juliet. This guy was delusional. He thought because we spent 14 hours on a plane forced to sit next to each other that we were somehow going to end up to get married. This happened about 10 or 12 years ago. I only recently unblocked him from, from my socials, thinking that I was a part of his past and he would forgot about me. Oh no, literally weeks after I blocked him, he started seeing me on LinkedIn again and looking at my profile. If this had shown up at my house one more time or just in Chicago, I'm pretty sure I would have to call the cops, especially because he knew where I lived. The silver lining of this entire situation was in six months on the same day of every month I received those gifts. Gifts. One of them happened to be a one-of-a-kind single edition painting that is worth $4,000. This also makes me very quiet and very live. Oh, this also makes me a very quiet and live person on airplanes. I never talk to anyone. I don't know why she's saying live. Maybe like not a live person on airplanes. So PSA to everyone out there who you talk to on an airplane because you're stuck with them for hours on end. Also in my group... Friend group, we refer to him as Dorothy because he knows from Kansas City and I know Kansas City is in Missouri and this guy was delusional. Um, this is getting to be a lot. I don't remember where I fucking was. Oh, Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz has had his nickname and I can't still watch that movie without thinking of him. They made a connection that had to do with fucking Wizard of Oz. Okay, that's not the point though. The point of the story is, fuck this guy. Um, I hate... Like, I kind of hate air, airplane situations when, you, like, someone... It always starts with, like, a dumbass question, too. Like, you're sitting down... I'm the type of guy that when I'm on an airplane, I got my fucking eye mask on, I got my hoodie on, my headphones in. Like, I'm knocked the fuck out, and, like, I'm not trying to see anyone, and I don't want, want anybody seeing me. 
But then, you know, someone taps you on the shoulder, like you're just trying to fucking sleep, and you get like a, and you're like, you fucking take your mask off, and you're like, yeah, what's up? And they're like, can I have some of your M&Ms? And you're like, fucking God, yeah. You didn't see the seven shops that they had? You wouldn't say that, though. You have to be like, yeah, that's awesome. And then she'd be like, do you want some of my popcorn? And you have to be like, no. Just, sh- okay, you got what you, you wanted, right? Can I go to bed? And then you go to bed, and then they tap you again. They're like, have you ever seen Game of Thrones? And you're like, please, lady, shut the fuck up. I really, I don't have time for this. And you have to, like, but you don't say that. You say, no, but, you know, I'm into other shows. And then she goes, well, what are you into? Or he goes, well, what's up? Like, what do you watch? And then you have to talk. And it's like, it sucks because you can't, it's so hard to be mean to someone that you don't even know that's right next to you for five hours, you know? Like, if you're just to be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Get out of my face. What is he going to do? You know, move an inch over and be like, well, all right, I'll just sit on this side of the fucking, like, he's next to you. You're fucked. Um, Or she's next to you. And yeah, I'm sorry that this happened. I kind of think that the gift part was kind of nice. You know, like, hey, he's talking the shit out of you. He's fucking weird. But like, you get, you get paintings every month. It is extremely fucked. I mean, honestly... Like, all jokes aside, I probably would have moved or I probably would have, like, paid all of my friends to go fuck this guy up, you know? Like, because if you're a female and this guy's doing it to you, you probably could take him, you know? But, like, do you want to try? Do you want to risk it? What if you get there and he fucking shoots you with a taser, you know? There's a lot of things that you don't have to, you don't have to go one-on-one, you know? This guy's a creep. You could go ten-on-one. I would have gotten a squad full of my friends found this guy or invited him over. You know what? You could have turned it into something fucked up that probably isn't okay. But you could have just invited him over and be like, yeah, like, let's hang out. And then just fucking beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Even though I just talked about how that's not a good idea, you could have made a pillow and beat the shit out of the pillow. All right? That was a good one. All right? Now here's the fucking... This is the last one. This this has a lot of buildup, this fucking story. All right, let's get into it. So his name is Brandon. This is the second Brandon, by the way. Two out of five stories of a guy named Brandon. Kind of interesting. You might have known him. Back in our junior year of school, somewhere around October-ish, he would DM me on Twitter and just say, hey, I felt bad for him, so I answered. We had a friendly bullshit conversation, then back and forth. How are you? What are you doing? Etc. It lasted for maybe 10, 10 minutes, and I stopped answering. The next day, he did the same thing. Hey, so we had another bullshit conversation. I felt bad for him. Eventually, he would do this every day, and sometimes I would answer, sometimes I wouldn't. He'd ask me for my phone number, and I knew if I gave it to him, he would never leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, you're already fucked. Like, it's just the way that I've seen how these stories go within the past four of them, you're fucked. You know, you answer this guy one time. And now it's a big fucking mini game that opens up and you have to beat it. Otherwise, you're fucked. Like, otherwise, the whole game shuts off. Um, All right. Eventually, I knew answering his Twitter DMs and altogether would be weird. So she basically stopped answering altogether. Uh, When I stopped answering, it got super aggressive and would blow me up all day long. Started saying more weird shit that he was in love with me and that he'd never been so in love with someone. And he thought that I felt the same way. Um, he threatened to come find me in the hallways, telling me if I didn't talk to him, he would harm himself. Crazy shit. Yeah, that's fucked up. You know? Hey, if you don't come and fucking see me in the hallway, I'm gonna stab myself in the neck. Like, okay. Alright, hey, Brandon. Hi. What's up? And then you have to look at your friends like, fucking God, I don't know what this kid wants. He's gonna stab himself if I don't say hi. Like, that is fucked up and it's manipulation and it's fucking, it's just not okay. I, I actually hate that. I wish you would have just fucking, I wish I was going to this school with you and we could have just beat the fuck out of this guy too. You know what? No. Okay, look, that's gonna that's not going to be my answer. Here's what you have to do. In this situation, don't beat his ass. It doesn't fix anything. We would have, me and you, I would have gotten you in my car consensually and we would have went to the fucking police station, filled out a restraining order, explained to them that he's fucking weird, shown him the proof, and you just have to do that. Like, I know that it's a pain in the ass to, like, 
fill out shit, possibly get a lawyer or an attorney, wait weeks for this thing to go through, like sign papers at court, whatever you have to do. But three weeks of that is a lot better than two years of someone threatening to kill themselves because you don't do anything about it, you know? Uh, but that's not even close to the end of the story. Um, so he would threaten him, her saying he would hurt himself if she didn't go and see him. This was going on for a month. Also, he was the most suburban, weird-ass white kid ever. And for some reason, he thought he was a rap god and made shitty-ass music super often. <laughs> uh, he thought, oh, is it going to be a rap? It's going to be a rap song. He thought if he wrote me a song, it would make me want to talk to him often. So he wrote a song about me called She's Hot. He sent it to me and I literally wanted to throw up. Stand by and I'll try to find it on YouTube. Should I play it now? Oh, God. All right, I'm playing it now. I I clipped the first 30 seconds uh, and I tried to not listen to it. So I'm just going to play it and we're just going to fucking do it. All right, well, this is the song that uh, good old Brandon made for our friend here that was getting creeped on by him. Okay, I don't know why I paused my recording. Yeah, all right, we're still good. We're still we're still live. All right, I'm playing this song. She's hot. She's hot. Go, pretty girl, hot from the head to the toe. Look at her, she dropped down to the flow. I'm making my move, man. You already know. She gave me her number, and you know how it go. She saw me doing my dance, doing it like a pro. She likes me because I'm making that dough. I'm actually so embarrassed and it's not even my, it's not my song. Um, hmm. Okay. Let me just try to finish the last 30. It's 30 seconds. We could get through this. Doing it like a pro. She likes me because I'm making that dough. She's looking fine with that lip gloss. And I'm looking like a boss. And I work out in exercise. No Rick Ross. Doing live shows, bro. You know what it costs. Doing my thing like a... Okay, okay. I just want to dissect one of these lines that he says. No. She gave me her number and you know how it go. Okay, she gave me her number and you know how it go. Well, no, she didn't. Um, what he meant in that line was, I followed her on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter... Texted her, found out her phone number and her address, and messaged her in every way possible, and you know how it go. The next line. Saw me doing my dance, doing it like a pro. Oh my god. You know what? I'm not even doing this. Saw me doing my dance, doing it like a pro. What? F oh my god. Okay. Got it. We all get the vibe of what this fucking kid is about. And I could probably paint a picture of what he looks like. Oh my god. Okay. And we're not done. Um, all right. So that's the song. He absolutely freaked out. God, what a weirdo, man. I'm, I'm uncomfortable right now. I'm sweating. I just started sweating from places in my body that I've never sweat before. Uh, he absolutely freaked the fuck out and managed. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I blocked him on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat at this point. He absolutely freaked the fuck out, fuck out and managed to get my number from this guy we went to school with. Now he was blowing up my phone and I didn't know what to do. I blocked his phone number and he would iMessage me from his email. I blocked the email and he downloaded fake number apps to text me. Every time I blocked it, he made a new number. Two of my closest guy friends threatened him and were ready to beat this kid's ass in the hallway. Dude was relentless and just would not leave me alone. Yeah, that's the thing is like, you can, that's why I, I say it as a joke, like beat this fucker up, but it doesn't change like your motives. You know what I mean? In any case, like, Beating someone's ass doesn't do anything. Like if, I, let's say I want to like s smoke weed in my house and my dad's like, you're not fucking doing that. And I'm like, yeah, I am. And then he punches me in the face. Guess what I'm going to do? My face hurts. I want to chill out. I'm going to go get high in my room. You see how nothing changed there? Like it just, okay. You know, now instead of texting this girl off of seven different apps, now he's going to get his ass beat and text this girl off of seven different apps with a black eye. Doesn't change anything. Um, he's just sitting there like, you're fucking hot, dude. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not, especially when he's creepy. Creepy guys are, are reckless as fuck. They have no filter. There's no, fin there's no line. Uh, yeah, so... It was probably around mid-December at this point he got to the point where he threatened to kill me and kill himself 
if he couldn't have me. I told him, listen, you fuck, leave me alone until February. In February, I'll be your fucking friend, but for now, I need some space for you. Why February? Um, he literally said okay and deadass left me alone for over a month. I thought maybe he would just move on and bother some other poor girl, but no. February 1st, literally at 2 in the morning, I get a hey from a random number. Nobody says hey with a period at the end, but this fucker. Yeah, literally like, hey with a period at the end is straight creepy fucker Facebook messenger shit. You know, and I've Facebook messengered a girl before, but I was just like, hey, you're cute. Same thing. My pickup line, but just, hey, period, instantly block you for no, for, you know what, for men and women, but especially women, if you get, hey, period, block it right away. I don't give a fuck who it is. And later, if you find out it was someone else, sorry, I don't do, hey, period. That's what you tell them. Nope. Hey, period. You, hey, period to me. That's why we're not talking. That's it. Like firm, be firm on that too. Cause that's fucking like what she just said is real. I've seen so many creepy guys text. Hey, period that I'm fucking fed up with it. Um, and what a nut job to fucking wait two months and then text her February 1st. God. Um, all right. So now it's going to get fucked, alright? So I pretty much was in a relationship with my ex now, so I blocked the phone number immediately and surprisingly didn't hear from him again for three years. Oh, this is a fucking story now. Okay, three years later. Now we're getting part two. I lived out of state for a long time, still in a relationship with my ex, and there was a period of about four months where I was going to be coming home. One day, when I was still out of state, maybe it was like a summer she's coming home, I'm guessing, um... One day when I was out of state, I get a random text from a number I didn't recognize and it said, hey, period, with that fucking period at the end. We had a two-minute conversation because I was trying to figure out if it was actually him. I literally hadn't heard from, from him for three years and it ended up being him. I blocked the number and didn't hear from him again for another two weeks. The day I was leaving to drive home, new number text me says, I know you're coming home. Drive safe. I can't wait to be friends. Holy fuck. Um... She says, blocked, blocked, blocked. Another few weeks go by and he starts blowing me up again constantly, telling me he wants to be friends over and over and over. He starts showing up to my work, showing up to my house, sending pictures from the outside. Oh my God. To the point where my boss wouldn't let me close alone anymore and I always had to have someone walk with me to my car. The police were no help because technically he wasn't doing anything illegal. Yeah, like... I don't know because I think that you can file a restraining order, but... If he's not necessarily doing anything, like this restraining order could be like, you can't touch her, you can't text her, but he could go to your work and take pictures of you and like, what are they going to do? You know, they can't fucking give you like a super fucking Mario Melee, Super Mario Melee. What's the game? Super Mario Brothers Melee Force Shield Ball, like one of those balls that they were like crouching and nobody could fucking hit them. They can't give you one of those. All right. You just have to deal with it. And as much as you, like, I do think that it's good to go to police because it's a great intimidation factor of, listen, motherfucker, I'm taking you to court. I'm getting a fucking restraining order on you. Even the creepiest creeps, some of them can respect that and that'll scare them off and they will go creep on someone else. It does work sometimes. With this branded number two motherfucking hey period motherfucker, it's not working, Okay. And clearly, I mean, she didn't get a restraining order, but clearly she went to the police and, and it isn't stopping him. Um, he was obviously stalking me, but he hadn't done anything threatening or approached me yet. Eventually, after th weeks and weeks, he got super angry. One day when I was at work, he spread a layer of some random slimy substance on my windshield and texted me, enjoy your ride home. When I, drive home, when I drove home, my wipers wouldn't brush it away and the water made it worse. I didn't know if he was following me, so I was too terrified to pull it over, pull over and clean it off. So I drove home with the shit on my window. God, that's so fucked up. Later that night, he started texting me pictures and videos of myself. Basically, he hacked my ex's iCloud and had videos of us having sex and my nudes. He started blackmailing me with that shit. Holy fuck. Now that now police are going to do shit about it, guaranteed. Finally, the police decide to do something about it. I already knew. 
they seized his computer and removed all the pictures, and now I have an order of, pr of protection against this guy, and I've only heard from him once since then. I wish I'd still had all the messages because there were hundreds, and unfortunately, I lost them when I got a new phone. I don't know why I didn't get a new number, probably because I knew he would figure it out anyways. Yeah, like, it's not going to stop this fucker. Um, yeah, I have a screenshot of all these blocked numbers that he messaged me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. There's about twenty, and it looks like she could scroll more if she wanted to. So he probably made thirty fucking phone numbers to fucking text her. Hey, period. And the slime part, like you're trying to harm, you're trying to harm my fucking, my my friend here. I would fucking like. That, okay, if he fucking, the slime thing, now, yeah, now I want to kill him. You know, not like, not literally, but close, pretty close. That's fucked, because now he's, like, harming you physically in a way, so now you can harm him physically, give it right fucking back at him, you know? That's so fucking shitty. I'm really sorry that all of you people had to go through these things. Um, I It really sucks. And I like to talk about it because I think that making a joke and laughing and putting a smile on your face is an easy way to cheer you up. And it's a healthy way to look back on it, laugh, and like, what a psychotic fuck, and move on with your life. I hope that none of these people haunt your lives still, and they're just shitty people. And and it's such a hard thing to deal with, like getting through day by day worrying, having to look over your shoulder, worrying about this fucking weirdo. It really sucks. But thank you all for sharing these stories. Um, and yeah, thank you. I really mean that. Thank you for sharing the stories and thank you for giving a chance to laugh about it. Um, one more thing, this girl's text message, she sent me a screenshot and it said, Hey, I know you aren't, I know you aren't divorced, but seeing someone else, why wouldn't you give me a chance? I want to kill myself. I will love you forever. I hope blank knows that. Yeah, I mean, that's like quite a note to end on, huh? Like maybe we should like skip the sneakers part because it's pretty like fucked. Maybe we just leave on a fucked note and that's how this podcast ends. Um, you know, normally I wrap things up and I and I give a, which I kind of just did, but like there's really nothing you do. It's just like it's just fucked. It's just simply fucked, and it really sucks that women have to go through this, and it sucks that men have to go through it, but women go through it in a different way, in the way, and like, meaning like guys are just so, they're just worse. Like from all the stories that I've heard, I've watched Dr. Phil, I've watched YouTube videos, I've seen fucking Chris Hansen's fucking work, like I know about people being creepy, and a lot of the times it's fucking men, and like that's really shitty, and Women are supposed to be treated amazing and beautiful and have things done for them. Open the door, fucking buy them flowers, treat them nice to nice things, call them beautiful. You know, they're supposed to be like this, like special, like sacred thing. Not sacred. What, am I, what, is, this, what is this fucking Egypt? You know, I didn't mean to say sacred. But they're like, women are, they're, they should be glorified, okay? Because women are the better people fucking when it comes to men and women women are just better you know they're smarter they're in a lot of cases um they're fucking way better to look at than men like men just fucking wake up roll out of bed they don't give a fuck they go to work women like get their shit together they get dressed nice they have cute outfits they care about fashion they care about a lot of things that men just don't guys are like take a shower once a month and like be smelly and like always be fucking gross Women, not really, you know, not a lot of women are smelly and fucking gross. Uh, and guys push the fucking line. Even creepy girls that I know, creepy girls are more like, more like psycho, like psychotic. I hate to say that word, but they do more psychotic shit. Okay. Meaning like break your window, fucking show up at your apartment and scream and knock on your door and fucking, you know, that type of shit, which does suck right? But they won't like, I don't know, man, maybe it's just me. This is all my opinion, but like, I'd rather have someone like break my fucking window and be like, fuck you, asshole, you cheated on me. than 
having someone send pictures of me in my daily life, that's probably one of the scariest things that could ever happen to you. Because at any moment, like you could just be at work, at school, and, and you're getting pictures of yourself from a different fucking point of view sent to you. Fucked up. That's like insanely fucked. I can't even talk about it. It's so fucked up. Um, yeah. And like, it's harder, you know? A guy, like, it's just, it's just different. And yeah, that's why I, that's why I get along with women more. Because I am more like a woman than I am like a fucking man, to be honest with you guys. Like, I definitely have my manly traits, right? But when it comes to like talking about things and emotions and like wanting to fucking be normal, I feel like women see a lot more eye to eye with me on some of this shit than men do. And, you know, I don't know what the point of me saying that is. It's just like, hey... I know that guys are fucking weird, which makes me think that like I'm not like most guys. So I'm somewhere in between, but I'm not going to have you call me they or them. I'm not that far in between. I'm just in between. Um, and that's not me trying to throw shade or be an asshole. It's just me making a little joke. Um, all right. Well, that was good. I'm feel, I feel a little fucking weird. I kind of want to shower. I, I want to like throw up. And shower and like eat food that is clean. Uh, you know, like when you talk about sneakers now, you're going to go from that to shoes. Probably not. I'll do shoes next week. I know that it kind of sucks when I do that, but like who could go from, the, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. I'll talk about shoes. Um, all right. Listen, Jordan one mids and my opinion are dog shit. Okay. And it's kind of been the thing in the sneaker community that like Jordan 1 highs are fucking fire. Jordan 1 mids are dog shit. And it's fine, you know, people out there, some people love mids. Like I'm not I'm not trying to rip on people that buy mids, but in my opinion, mids ain't my fucking style, okay? Uh and it there there has just been a divide in price with 120 to 130 on mid tops and then 160 150 from high tops like there Jordan made a divide the colorways were different the amount of these products were different they would make fucking 500,000 mid top colorways or from okay let me re-say that they would make 500,000 mid top breads let's say right and then they would make 100,000 high top breads this is not an accurate fucking example. It's just an example. But the point is that when it's like, they didn't really do do that with the breads. It's not what I'm saying. But all the fucking mid-top colorways, there's a lot more made. They're not that exclusive. They're cheaper. They're not as hyped up. The high tops, when they want to make them exclusive, they're fucking exclusive as shit. Like, it's a divide, okay? So I'm not trying to bash on anybody that buys mids to this day and likes them. But I don't like them and... I'll complain about it a little bit, all right? Um, there's been like four mid-top Jordan colorways this past year, this past like few months that are like exclusive and they're fucking... There was that Fearless one, which I thought I had a picture of, but I don't. There was a Fearless one that was like three different colorways. They just made them. There's like beige and dark blue and red There's that are mid-tops and like they're reselling for like 200 bucks, which isn't a lot, but when you look at like a $130 shoe for $200, that's kind of a big fucking, like that's almost double what the shoe's retail cost is, which means that it's pretty fucking important, right? Like a lot of retro ones, if they're $170, $160, they have to double, they're going to be $130. Or they're, okay, no, they're not. If they're $160, they're going to double, they're going to be $320. So like not a lot of Jordan's Jordan 1s in like, the first year make it to 320 it takes a second right because they have to build up but with mids like these some of these mids are going for $200 already and like it's only been a fucking week like it's and I don't get it and then these this clot pair which they did the vapor maxes I don't like this brand at all I don't like the shoe even uh clot and jordan 1 made a I also hate the word clot it reminds me of blood clots, which is just not my style. Like, I'm not into that. Um, they made these retro ones, and they're, like, white with a black swoosh. They have a red bottom. They have black laces. And then they have, like, little fucking clot logo shit all over them. 
and they don't like they don't look like a shoe that you think would go for a lot of money, but they're going for like four hundred bucks or more. And fucking I and I'm pissed off about it to be honest with you. Also, these Melody Ishani, whatever the fuck they're called, these are dope. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, these are dope, but they're a mid, and like the mid shoe is fucking ugly, man. The, when you put it on, okay, here's my ankle, right? This is my ankle. I'm holding my arm up. When you put a high top on, it's flat with your ankle and it's above your ankle. Like the shoe is flat, okay? So here's my leg. The shoe is like this. Mids are like slanted. So you can see the back of your ankle more than you can see the front. And it looks so bad. And with jeans, it's like they're not high enough where you could put your jeans over it because they just are like this awkward height. And... They're kind of puffy. They look puffier because the opening of the top of the shoe is closer to the bottom, so it looks like it opens wider. I don't know if that makes sense, but they just look more puffy, and it looks like shit with jeans tucked in or pulled over. So, not into that. Um, I just wanted to say, I guess I, I just want to say that I don't fucking like Jordan 1 mids. And I wanted to hear your guys' opinion on what you think of this return of the mid. And I really fucking hope we don't see more of this shit in the future because I don't like them at all. What I do like is... Okay. I don't know how to say this fucking word. Christian Dior. Is that what it is? Christian... I don't, like, I think it's Dior. I think that's how you like say it. There's probably people out there that say it in some weird way and they think that they're like smarter because of it. But I'm going to say Dior because that's how it fucking looks. This brand is a high-end luxury brand and they did a collaboration with Jordan 1s. It's pretty fucking bland. You guys know that last week I talked about the Prada and Adidas collab that was bland as fuck. It's kind of the same thing, to be honest with you, but they do have a little bit more because they have the, like, Dior fucking logo all over the swoosh. Instead of Air Jordan on the outside of the heel, it says Air Dior, which is cool, you know? They have thinner laces, which I guess is, like, what they do with their fucking purses or some shit. I read about it online. Um, and then on the tongue, it says Dior Air. And I'm guessing the quality of these is unreal. Because they have fucking capable, they are capable of producing very amazing quality leather. So they better have fucking put it on these shoes. They don't release until April of 2020 so far. That's the rumor. But, you know, it's just. Are these a mid too? I don't know if these are a mid or not. Now that I'm looking at it, no, I think they're a high top. The sneaker is getting a lot of buzz. It garnered, okay, Travis Scott, who wore the shoes on Instagram. It didn't impress everyone. I don't care how much clout came with those Dior Jordan 1s. I'm not wearing no fucking mid-top Jordan 1. I'm grown as hell. Rick Owens said this. Wow. Okay. Please stop posting those Dior Jordan 1s. They are not good. That's Nicholas Grant. I don't know who that is. Dior slapped their logo on these Jordans and called it a day. You know what? Like... I don't know. Maybe I'm just biased because I like Jordans better than Adidas. But I like the swoosh. I like that it's white and fucking gray. It's like a reverse shadow type of colorway. And I like the ice bottom. And people aren't paying attention to like the bottoms have the fucking logo on them too everywhere. And they're not paying attention to the fact that it says Dior on the tongue and on the outside of the heel. Those are little things that are at least they're trying. I don't know. I, I kind of get it though. At the same time... And the box is probably going to be dope. I don't know. I, I'm a sucker for Jordan 1s. I'll justify all day for some Jordan 1s. Um, but if these are a mid, it's definitely going to turn me off. So I don't know if they are yet. I'm waiting for more pictures. When I get more pictures, I'll show them to you guys. But yeah, let me know if you guys like those or not as well. Start just sending me DMs throughout the whole fucking episode, huh? Last pair of Jordan 1s that re released this, or pictures released this week, is this 1985 pack. And these are fucking so dope. Like, okay, let me read about them. Because maybe instead of just giving my opinion, I'll read about them. Released one year prior to the Air Jordan 1 in 1984, the Airship was worn by Michael Jordan early in his release season. It's widely believed that the Airship was the actual shoe banned by the league and that Nike instead capitalized 
the rebellious market around the Airdrin 1, although the exact details have never been confirmed by the brand. Those came closer, oh, because a lot of people think that the ban the breads were banned, but they're saying like, maybe it was this fucking colorway type of shit. They're kind of saying that. Um, released, okay, it was believed that the Air Jordan, blah, blah, blah. When the brand acknowledged the airship's white and red colorway as a social media teaser, nothing has been seen since now. So it's been like fucking 30 years since we've seen this shoe at all. Um, yeah, and it's fucking dope. Like, these are awesome. Anybody that likes Jordan 1s, you should like these. White and red, awesome. And it's it's a little bit different because there's absolutely no black in it. And this, well, the, I'll get to the box after. If you could see this right behind me, they're, they're weird kind of shitty pictures because they're only leaks. But just picture a Jordan 1 with red, red and white, and that's fucking it. No black. It looks clean. And Detroit Red Wings fans, you guys are going to get fucking horny for this shit. And probably, like, Chiefs fans and Blackhawks fans even, I guess. But, yeah, these are dope. And then the other pair, the Airship one, I don't really, I'm not into that. I don't get those. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm just not into those. That's the airship. Look up the pictures. On Soul Collector, you could just type in Air Jordan 1 8, 1985 pack and you'll find the pictures. They come in this big dual box, so you got to get both. Um, but we all know everybody's going to get both. Everybody's going to wear the fucking 1985 pair, the red and white ones, and sell the other pair. And the other pair is probably not going to be worth shit, which kind of sucks because I wish that they would just make two banger shoes rather than like... Buy one dope pair, get a shitty one free. I hate that they do that. They did that with the Pantones. They do that a lot with like DMP style packs. But yeah, those are my thoughts on some of the recent Jordan 1s that are going around. Thank you guys for sharing your stories about rape, not rape, uh, about rapey shit. <laughs> uh, I love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And uh, go definitely go check out that, that gingerbread house kit that Jimmy Fallon's selling because it, it is real. All right? <laughs>